Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Asuminati Podcast. Oh, yeah. Turkey yeah. for you. Keep going. Oh, he stopped. Turkey oh. for me. The famous Adam Sandler turkey song. Adam Sandler in the flesh, everybody. Let's eat the turkey in my turkey. big brown shoe. You jazz that up. We gotta send that to Love SNL. To eat the turkey at the table. Gobble, 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 gobble. Well, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for the Assuminati podcast. I'm thankful for this episode because tis the season. It is November 2021. Yeah. It is time for my personal favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. Yum yum. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Who you doesn't love it. Thanksgiving. Love Thanksgiving. Okay, so Thanksgiving, let's give you just a quick rundown for all of you people unaware of some of the history. We're going to talk about some of our favorite things you did not know about Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. we're going to hit some, we're going to do some deep dive for you. Maybe we'll uncover some controversy, maybe a little conspiracy. That's what we do. That is so, what we not do. Not just about the food. Exactly. Although, that's usually the star. So way back... Take a take a trip with me back to 1620. We're going way, way, going back. way back. A small ship named the Mayflower left Plymouth, England, carrying about, I think it was a little over 100 people of religious separatists. I heard and, Plymouth rocks. Ah, you've heard <laughs> correct. <laughs> I thought Cleveland rocks. Oh, okay, Drew Carey. This is something else. So they were seeking a new home where they could freely practice their faith, among other things. And so they set off. They set off. They landed in what we know as Plymouth Rock or the Massachusetts area. So this would be, uh, as far as what we're talking about, Thanksgiving later, about a year later, 1621, the colonists, the Native Americans, the, the people native to that area in the autumn, held a harvest fest, I guess you could say, and, and dubbed it a, a Thanksgiving-type event and got together. And ever since then, there's been some kind of commemoration or celebration of those two groups coming together, helping each other survive to the best of their abilities, and we celebrate that today with the many, many traditions that we'll talk about some of those today. We'll talk about some of those traditions. Um, George Washington, some of our early founding fathers, understood this was an important tradition to commemorate, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't made official until Abe Lincoln. So Abe Lincoln, I believe it was 1863, 1864, right in the middle of the Civil War, Abe Lincoln dubs this an American holiday, an official celebration. And then ever since then, yep, go ahead. You know why he did it? Tell us, Robert. Well, have you ever heard the song, Mary Had a Little Lamb? Yep. She she was so, a big deal, yeah. The lady who wrote that song is actually Mary? responsible for um, Thanksgiving becoming an official holiday. So even though the Continental Congress had declared the first Thanksgiving in 1777 as like a holiday, um, people fell out of the custom in the early 1800s. That's when Sarah Josepha Hale came along um as i said she's best known for writing mary had a little lamb she petitioned not just one but several presidents to make it a national holiday and it actually became one she finally succeeded 
1863 when President Lincoln issued a proclamation. Hell yeah, she did. That's mm-hmm. right. I think it took her about 36 years from what I remember. Long time. 30 she was long devoted years. to that cause. The mother of the Thanksgiving holiday we know today. Awesome. Yeah. Got old Abe to do Good it. For her. And then presidents since then have messed with the day or attempted to mess with the day. Uh, Some of it in reaction to the shopping holiday, even as early as the 1900s, they recognized how important this shopping season is for businesses. And they've they've petitioned to have it moved earlier to to extend the shopping season. Uh, It was like with FDR, right? FDR, yeah. And uh, there was opposition to that for tradition purposes as well as you don't want that other president to win you don't want him to get a win in a w well i heard he was compared to hitler for his decision to move it to the the second to last thursday in november yeah you don't mess with that you know what i'm saying people get people get real emotionally involved yep if that other person's on the other side of the aisle we're gonna fight whatever he wants so yeah did you know that when he did that some states refused to acknowledge it but then there was other states that really capitalized on it, and they had both holidays. They just did Thanksgiving twice in two weeks. Nice. Yeah, I think it was about half and half, wasn't it? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Two Thanksgiving. 22, 24. Yes. Exactly. The one for FDR and the one for, you know, nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of nostalgia, so we've talked a little bit about where Thanksgiving came from. What, 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 what was Thanksgiving to you? Growing up or even now, Robert, Bobby, you want to start us off, Uncle Bobby? Yeah, I, I mean, for me, Thanksgiving is all about the food and the gluttony. Um, and as when I was a kid, I remember we'd come together as a whole family. We'd set up a huge long table in my grandparents' basement and all the cousins came. And, you know, all the aunts and my grandma would cook all day and the men would watch football and, you know, we'd eat. And there was pie and everything. So... Now, as I'm older, um, most of the time I host Thanksgiving for the parts of my family that I enjoy being around, and I let the others go off to their in-laws, and I put on the biggest feast, smoke the turkeys, I make the pie, I make all the fun side dishes, and then I have leftovers for a few days, and it is absolutely amazing. I guess like 80% of Americans uh, value the leftovers over. For the Thanksgiving feast, the original feast, because mm-hmm. it's so something good. like that. That that type of food just heats up so well. And we're going to do a food episode a little bit later mm-hmm. on this month, where we'll really mm-hmm. focus on. Sounds like what's Bob, Bobby's favorite part of Thanksgiving. Matt, what was Thanksgiving for you? Well, um, I have really bad childhood memories of. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Thanksgiving for me was always about getting together with the family, the cousins that we never saw. That kind of thing. We would always have this uh, you know, this church house that my aunt was able to somehow always get every mm. Thanksgiving. That's cool. And we would meet there because our families are huge. So we would have hundreds of people at this uh, gathering place, and we would just kind of get together, play some basketball in the in the uh, you know what do they call that the cultural hall? The cultural hall. Yeah. Nice. Play some ball, eat some food. Some of it kind of kind of gross, but we'll talk about that on our, yeah. on our next uh, food episode. <laughs> that There's we will. some really creative things. Yeah, there are. Yeah. We definitely yeah. had some of that. But those nice. were my memories of it growing up. Since then, being married, it's been more about um, kind of cooking our own food. Okay. Going up to the in-laws, maybe watching some football and resting. 
and that's been yeah that's been our tradition as of love football and that that's where my that's what i remember growing up was football growing up in michigan we'd watch barry sanders run for his life on the detroit lions they'd usually lose we'd eat a bunch of turkey eat our feelings i guess you could say that's your tradition in and of itself (laughs) we'd go up to my great grandma garrig's ranch or not ranch farm i guess in the middle of michigan and my mennonite family would sometimes come so they'd be dressed kind of differently and i'd get to meet people i hadn't seen in years and eat just food and meet my dad's cousins and yeah it was it was my favorite holiday still is because of some of that that cool tradition food family and football baby food family football mm-hmm. oh, baby so naps. that's awesome so it sounds like this is a favorite holiday this is at the top of the list at least maybe not the favorite like mine but at least it's it's something that really hits home it triggers a lot of nostalgia for you yeah, so I, I love Thanksgiving. It's my second favorite holiday. Behind Valentine's Halloween. Day. Halloween. Oh, Halloween. Halloween. Okay, yeah. okay. Matt, do you yeah. have a number one? Uh, believe it or not, my number one holiday is Independence Day, followed okay. probably by Christmas, and then maybe Halloween, and then, Burka. then probably Thanksgiving. Burka. Thanksgiving yeah. will always be my number two. Pause for effect. Okay. <laughs> and did you know the day after Thanksgiving is one of the busiest days for plumbers? Okay. So let's I let's know that. let's. Why do you think uh, that is? Let's I fl- think it's because it's the number two <laughs> holiday of Thanksgiving. Let's flesh out some of the details here on on some of these traditions, maybe some of these facts that maybe not too many people know about. Stinks. Ah, it's it could use some yeah. some cleaning. Way to yeah. move away from that. <laughs> Speaking of movement, so Quick Robert, movement. why don't you start us off? I mean, you already did. You gave us a little fun fact there about the the day after Thanksgiving being the busiest day of the year for plumbers. What else you got for us? What's an what's another favorite fun fact of yours for Thanksgiving? Well, well here's something I learned today. Actually, um, Thanksgiving um, at one point was a lot like Halloween. And can you believe the audacity of this? But parents would dress their kids up like beggars and homeless people and take them to downtown New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and they would act like poor people on Thanksgiving. And so it was so popular, they nicknamed it Ragamuffin Day. Like, how disrespectful is that? What? I think we should reinstitute that. Yeah, I'm sorry that that happened to you, Robert. But uh, <laughs> I know. Can you believe that? I, I can't believe that you were subjected survived. to that. Toughened him up. I had character. no. That's that's a new fun fact for me. I had, I didn't know it was uh, imitate the homeless, assimilate yeah. their back in like the 1910 <laughs> to 1915 area. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rude. Okay. Early 1900s, maybe. I, I, mm-hmm. Okay. Times is tough. Times is and tough. And then go home and have a feast. And then you go, and then you go oh. cash in. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Any other little fun facts? That that's blowing my mind. I gotta look look up more info pretty, on that. Pretty uncool, man. I'll leave you with that one for now. <laughs> I got some more. I'll bring in. Cool, Matt. You got one? Yeah. You know the original uh, originally Thanksgiving was supposed to be a fast, not mm. a feast. Uh, you guys probably read up on this. I didn't know that until today when mm, I read up. I didn't on either. It. I didn't either. Hit us with it, man. I... Yeah, yeah. So uh, let me just read this to you real quick because he can explain it a lot better than me. This is this history professor, uh, Ken Albala. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm saying that wrong. Albala. 
Uh, it was in the San Francisco Chronicle. He said, a Thanksgiving was a practice with a far different intentions and traditions that gluttonous feasts we associate with the holiday today. In fact, the event we point to as the first Thanksgiving wasn't even called as such. An actual Thanksgiving was an occasion for the pilgrims, specifically the more pious Puritans among them, to gather in a communal day of fasting and meditation. Hmm. to give thanks for a beautiful harvest and reflect on how to improve upon their shortcomings as individuals. <laughs> sounds like the first Lame. Sunday of every month. It kind of does. And it sounds like uh, we really took the opposite approach there, didn't we, as far as how we celebrate? Well, we sure screwed <laughs> it up. I'll show you fast. <laughs> I'm so going to eat 4,500 calories. I'll show you. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge, America. Mm-hmm. America. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. A fast turns into a feast. Oh, kind of like though. It's kind of like Halloween, right? Mm. Okay. A little bit. I mean, I don't think Halloween is its original intention either. But definitely not. I don't think it is either. Well, but the candy's fun. Yeah, commercialize anything, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. love That's it. What we do. It's the American way. That is. So American. American, so American. That's why I love the holiday. To me, Thanksgiving is almost as patriotic as, as July 4th. I, I think it's right up there. I know that Canada actually has claimed that they did it first, by the way. I don't know if you guys stumbled upon that. Maybe we can dive yeah. into that a little bit deeper. My One of my favorite fun facts was about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Do you guys ever sit down and watch that? Uh, sometimes. When, when you can hey, catch I've it. got a little uh, fact for you. Preston was in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade a couple you years ago. You stole my thunder, nice. but it's your thunder to give here, sir. I, I wanted to really promote Preston and his his accomplishment of making it into the Macy's Day Parade. That's a big deal. Yeah, Davis High School Marching Band, baby. That's a big deal. Back in deal. 2018, awesome. probably? 20, I watched yeah, 2018. it. Yeah, we were, we were fans. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's such a cool tradition. I mean, it's pretty early for us in the, the Western mountain time zone, but uh, I remember growing up in the Eastern time zone. It was, yeah, that's what you did when you woke up on Thanksgiving is, is you turned on the parade. The fun fact that maybe not many people know about. So when it began in 1924, Macy's Thanksgiving parade did not have giant balloons. That was tough to pull off back in the early 1900s. In fact, they hadn't invented helium yet. They, they paraded live animals. That was a tradition. We're not talking. I hope they s- slaughtered them at the We're end. not talking dogs, cats. That's what they ate. And, and cows here. Mm-hmm. We're talking elephants, tigers, wow, <laughs> giraffes, all on loan from Central Park Zoo. So they would empty the zoo and parade them down the boulevard. What do you I think of that? I can't see how that could ever go wrong. <laughs> I know. I can't believe that. They didn't come up with the hot air balloon idea until 1927, so it wasn't too too much longer. Maybe something happened. Uh, maybe a little little tiger got loose. Felix the cat was the first official balloon, 1927, and then it blew up from there. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know how at the end, they used to just release all those balloons up into the air, and then they would pay fifty dollars to people who would find the balloons, bring them back. Huh. Wow. I wonder who floated that idea. Yeah. But joke was on them when they would raise high enough, they'd just blow up in the atmosphere so they couldn't reuse them. So it just load off. Uh, so yeah. that idea fell it, flat, it just I guess. Blew off some steam. Okay. Yep. 
I thought that was cool. Live animals from the zoo. Are you kidding me? That, that's that's so 1920s America, if I've ever heard something. So, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, they eventually did the balloons. Those are super fun for the kids to see and to watch. I thought it was pretty neat. Let's throw it over to Robert for another fun fact. Well, you know, Adam Sandler felt bad for people um, because there wasn't a Thanksgiving song, so he wrote one, right? And it was really good. But did you know that was not the first Thanksgiving song? Okay. Have well, you ever heard of a song named Jingle Bells? Ah, yes, indeed. Lay, lay that on us. Yeah. Jingle Bells was originally written for Thanksgiving. So back in 1850, a guy named James Lord Pierpont, he was at a tavern in Massachusetts, and he was just so inspired about the town's famous sleigh races. So he sat down at the piano and started knocking out the tune. Um, it was a hit. Um, and it wasn't until later that somebody slightly altered the lyrics to sing it around Christmas. Wow. And Thanksgiving was robbed of its original tune. And if the name James Pierpont sounds familiar, it's because he's the uncle of J.P. Morgan. Really? really? <laughs> it's true. Oh, small world. What a family that story. Is. The uncle of John Pierpont Morgan or J.P. Morgan. Wow. I'd like to be at yeah. that. Be at that Thanksgiving dinner. Golly. Yeah. Well, apparently he was poor. Uh, the guy that uh, wrote Jingle Bells was poor. Hmm. Yeah. That is a fun Who fact. Knew? I I didn't know that until this week either, Robert. That's a great fun fact. Jingle it is a Bells. fun fact. Good job, Jeez. Robert. Well done. So, did you also know, contrary to popular belief, it is not turkey that makes you tired? It's the tryptophan, isn't it? No. It is the... Turkeys Ooh. are getting a bad rap. They are. All this talk about tryptophan. They don't have any more than chicken or... No, no more than chicken or a or goose or a yeah. goose. So, do you know what makes you tired on Thanksgiving? Eating too many calories, probably. Doc, doctor said it's the carbs. Yeah, carbs, Don, carbs. Is, is that what it Don says? Carbohydrates mm. um, that you just ate. And did you know the average American eats forty five hundred calories on Thanksgiving Day? That's that's, ridiculous. That's like a baseline. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's on the low end of what I eat on Thanksgiving. <laughs> that, that's I for, just don't count. That's for breakfast. That's the first yeah. plate. Yeah, that's warm ups. Well, I mean, if uh, you no. take in the average of the children, it probably is forty five hundred. Yeah, it's yeah, be probably it's before halftime. Okay. Yeah. All that's, right. And my last odd. fact. Do you guys know the history of why presidents pardon a turkey? I I've never looked deeply into that. That I, I, I kind of know the history of when some of that stuff happened and why. I, I've never really looked into why. Uh, why don't you hit hit us with that? I actually don't know why. I just wanted to make sure we brought it up. Cool. But um, it was originally. <laughs> So everybody thinks it's been going on forever. And while Abraham Lincoln and JFK had shown mercy to some turkeys to set them aside for slaughter, it didn't become an official tradition until George H.W. Bush started in 1989. And ever since then, there's been a turkey pardon on Thanksgiving, with the exception, I think there may have been one president since then that skipped a year. But it started with George H.W. Bush. And here all along, I thought it was going on since Washington. Hmm. And I know Reagan did it a few times, but I think you're right. H.W. made it official. And 
Okay. Mm-hmm. You wow. know, 46 million of those turkeys aren't so lucky. 46 yeah. million. That's, what are the odds? That's how many turkeys are consumed on Thanksgiving. Another yeah, 22 million on Christmas. And yeah. I also I also read that the average American, the average U.S. citizen eats over 100 pounds of turkey a year. Are you guys in that category? I eat no. quite a bit. I usually at Thanksgiving, I buy like four turkeys. I put them in my freezer, and then I like to smoke them at odd times through the year. That's interesting. I... We maybe have one for another meal throughout the year, but it's pretty rare. I'm not hitting 100 pounds of turkey. <laughs> you shouldn't eat it. I, I'm rare. Yeah. Why not? The USDA would ask you to cook it to 165. It's okay. It's better rare. <laughs> and then I thought for I sure. I'm not endorsing it. Please cook your turkeys. Yo, one boy. Serious. I, I thought for sure we'd be number one in the turkey con- consuming category. We're, we're behind Israel of all places. They like their turkeys. Israel, they, they per citizen about 125 to 128 pounds per year. I couldn't believe that. How many, how many turkey subs are they eating at Subway, man? I, I don't know how else. That just must be a part of their cuisine. I, I guess I'll have to look a look into that. That your food is real. <laughs> yeah, oh, is real. So, speaking of turkeys, do you know how the TV dinner was invented? So in 1953, somebody screwed up at work. Um, A guy who worked for the Swanson um, place, he made a mistake and he ordered an extra 260 tons of frozen turkeys. (laughs) Oops. But he recovered. Like of all the workplace snafus, this guy recovered and he had to figure out what to do with them because it was taking up 10 refrigerated train cars. And so a salesman from the company, um, they decided to prepare and package the Turkey with sides in these little aluminum trays and Swanson sold 5,000 TV dinners in 1953. And the following year they sold 10 million. Whoa. You got to give the guy credit. His name is Jerry Thomas. Yeah, it's amazing. Mr. Thomas came up with the TV dinner. Yeah, buddy. So do you know how much the first TV dinner cost? Let's see if my article says. No, no, probably 25 cents. 98 cents. Oh, 98. All right. Back then, that's 53. Yeah, that's not not the cheapest. Yeah. Cheap. No. Minimum wage was below that, I believe. So, hmm. And that Swanson would have made still... Benjamin Franklin proud because, do you know, he wanted the national bird to be a turkey. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah. yeah. Which what a turkey wouldn't have been bad. It's pretty American. I wonder if that would have saved the turkey from being eaten because I haven't ever heard of anybody eating a bald eagle. Not legally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I've had one. So <laughs> it, may, it may have been done, but just not legal. America. Yeah, that's that's uh, some of the other little fun facts I ran across the the night before. So Thanksgiving Eve is the biggest drinking night of the year, statistically. You had a pre game that definitely thought it would be New Year's or uh, St. Patrick's Day, but no, statistically it is Wednesday night 
right before Thanksgiving for that four-day weekend for a lot of people. Or you want to know what keeps me from drinking the night before Thanksgiving? Don't tell me, Robert. I just chose not to hang out with relatives. I don't like on Thanksgiving. Uh, no longer need to drink. No longer need to drink. <laughs> so I just had one f- final fun fact that I want everybody to know about. I'm going to spread and preach the gospel of the Detroit Lions, however wrong people may think it is. So the Lions, I don't know if you've noticed this, people have turned on your TV on Thanksgiving, but the Lions have been playing every Thanksgiving since 1934. Always. 1934. Football can be traced back all the way to 1876 on that day, by the way. But uh, I'm a Lions, Lions fan. We used to watch Barry Sanders run for his life, entertain us while we were stuffing ourselves with the first round of turkey and, and gravy. Uh, they played the Bears for the first time in front of 26,000 people and the lost, of course. They took an L. And also it's kind of a tradition. You, you, you wake up early, watch the parade, and then you watch the Lions lose. That's, that's usually how it went for us. Once in a while they'd pull it off, though, and that was a good day. You'd get a little... Well, a little extra on your plate that day. It's always the Lions or the Cowboys. And then the Cowboys came a little bit later as America's team uh, for ratings. Absolutely. The Cowboys have played every year as well. So it used to be the Cowboys and the Washington football team every every uh the Washington football every year. Team. That's yeah. right. You know, yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. A little local little, little Michigan trivia there. Alright. Thanks for listening. Today we talked about all the weird things you didn't know about Thanksgiving, which is Brandon's favorite holiday. It's my number two holiday. And Matt didn't rank it. But we all love the food and the traditions of Thanksgiving. So hope you enjoyed it. Um, Coming up soon is going to be an episode on food for Thanksgiving. Um, So make sure to come back. But like, subscribe, um, comments, share with your friends. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Love to eat turkey, cause it's good. Love to eat the turkey like a good boy should. My, yeah, my sweet daughter just brought me some week. hot chocolate. What? Can you believe that? You got, a bur- you got a barista in your house? I do. She's right oh, here. Yeah. Look at her. Um, does she deliver? Anyway, uh, to Grantsville? No, nope. it's just outside of her scope. So is uh, Stansberry, if you're asking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love hot chocolate. I think you should try and pronounce it. Controversy. Probably good. the Wampanoa. Wampa. Ooh, I bet you that's it. Wampanoa. Yeah. I'm going to say Native Americans. I'll say Native Americans. Yeah. Wampanoa about Thanksgiving? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> From Alexa today that told me I'm in the top 10% of users because I asked Alexa so many questions. <laughs> I don't know if you should be proud of that. Yeah. Uh, no, here it is. You are an Alexa power user. You are in the top 10% Alexa users based on the number of questions asked. Keep up the good work and click here to... Hold on. Wait, one more. Are they training to Learn you? more about what you can ask. Wow. 
I'm always asking Alexa to chime in on my conversations. Yeah. Okay. Sure does help me. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.